So welcome to yes. Chai and Chill, where okay, exactly. we talk about yeah. <laughs> yes, it started. <laughs> where we talk about different things that interest both the parties, which is me and the person I talk to. So today we have Akanksha. Yeah, Akanksha and I became friends in a very strange way. We were in the same school for I think a month. Then I left the school. You also left the school, but somehow we yeah. managed to be friends. And years later, look, we are in the same city. You also yeah. hired me to. Uh, okay, somebody wants to say hello. Say hello. 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 Oh. Hello. So curious. Curious as a cat. This is Felix. <laughs> I've adopted him, and this is a great way for my family to find out I've adopted a cat. I feel like usually he sleeps in the other room when I'm doing all these interviews. But today I think he just wanted to see what is going on. He's feeling playful today. He's getting curious. Okay, I have my roommates topic for today. Chill. Sab mo maya hai. My topic. I got this out specially for today's session. So happy. It says you are amazing just the way you are, which I'm trying which to. Which is true. Which is very true. Me. I have yeah. known for many years, and I can vouch for it. <laughs> oh, thank you. So, first of all, I want to know a little bit about you and the move, eventual move to Mumbai. All right. So, I've basically um, grown up pretty much in multiple cities. So, my father was in a transferable job, and we kept. Uh, moving schools and cities, and I've grown primarily in Mumbai, Delhi, Gurgaon, Kolkata, all of these places. And finally, did my twelfth boards and my undergraduation from Delhi University. And post that, I did my undergraduation in psychology. And uh, post that, went to UK for my uh, specialist degree in human resources. And I was there uh, in UK for about. Year and a half, I studied for a year and then worked and travelled for six months. And then, unfortunately, my visa expired, so yeah. I landed up, yeah, back in Delhi. So Delhi is my hometown. That's where my parents are in Gurgaon. And uh, when I came back, I started looking for jobs, and that's how I ended up in Mumbai for my first job. Seven years ago. Yeah, I remember visiting you in 2015, and you were so excited about your house, and you were so excited that you could do up your house, and you were very encouraging because I was planning on shifting out of my house at that point of time. Yeah. You were like, yeah. You don't understand the freedom that comes with this. I love the freedom. That that's the, that's the best part I've felt in all these years. The number one pros of living alone is the freedom. <laughs> But what was it like transitioning through all these phases? Because you were with your parents, then you went to the UK, and then you finally it was like yeah. you are suddenly alone against. Uh, yeah. Like I under I agree that Mumbai is one of the best cities to start living alone in because it is right now. So with Ola and Uber and everything, it's even more easy. But it was already yeah. a very easy city. Yeah. 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 No, I think uh, that's that's a very good question because I think any transition in life is uh, it comes with its own, you know, challenges. But trans transitioning into a different city, and uh, you know, I left my family to suddenly move abroad. So I wasn't only leaving my family and my, you know, certain ways of living and my social circle, but I was also leaving my country, my food, uh, things as I knew that they were. 
so that was definitely challenging but i think i was i was very young when i moved out of the country when i was 19 so you know you don't really think too much about the challenges you're just like way too excited and uh, you know you just I, i moved to uk and it was it was challenging but um, i think uh, touchwood by god's grace i had a good friend circle and uh, they were my kind of people they turned out to be my kind of people by luck so i didn't fall into any bad company or you know <laughs> doing randomly bad things so that helped because uh, your friends are pretty much your family because your family is like thousands and thousands of kilometers away so you kind of trust them and consider them to be everything so that really helps yeah so that is one of the yeah. reasons i actually moved to mumbai because i already knew a lot of people so i already had a lot of yeah. friends around so i knew that Yeah. Okay, nothing else. Even if I fail miserably at making friends, which is not yeah. true, because I made a lot of great friends after I moved here. Mm. So, but I already mm. had that. I already had a friend circle here, so that is yeah. why it was easier to decide that this is the city I am going to go to. Yeah. So for me, I mean that that's a great thing because for me, when I moved to Mumbai, I did it because I got a career opportunity here, and obviously, you know, it being the first job, you can't really be very choosy on where you <laughs> want to go. so that was the first reason the second was my parents were quite comfortable me living alone in mumbai which yeah. is i mean compared to if i had to say they we were based in mumbai and I had to live alone in delhi they probably wouldn't have been so accommodating towards that they But, were because yeah, i remember when i started looking for jobs and i made it very clear to my parents that i want to move out they said anywhere but yeah. delhi you're not going to okay. delhi Yeah, and this happened with me. Though I was from Delhi and I did my graduation there, and I knew the things there, but still, my parents were like, "You're better off in Mumbai. We'll be, we'll be happier and you know more relaxed." But for me, it was different because I didn't know pretty much a single soul in this city. So yeah, it was that way. It was scary, <laughs> very scary. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember you. Like I was, I was in awe of you when I met you in 2015 because I was still a student. I was pursuing MPhil, so I was still a yes, little sheltered. And you were like, yeah. and I asked you. I remember asking you that, "Don't we have to go home?" And you were like, "It's my home. We don't have a corona." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that—that's just like this I, whole sense of liberation. I was like, "Aren't you going to go home?" And you were like, "Why? Why do you want to go?" <laughs> we have the whole night to ourselves and touchwood mumbai is a safe city for girls so like not much to worry on that front it is hey, i have i have personally sat at marine drive till 5 in the morning and everything has been yeah. very good yeah. over there like i yeah. obviously to me that was a culture shock because i come from calcutta calcutta goes to sleep at 9:30 yeah. <laughs> you have been in That's calcutta like, you know i remember I, you I telling me that you know Uh, I remember this because that phrase is ingrained in my brain. You told me that the minute I got out at Calcutta, it felt like समय खम रुक गया. <laughs> yeah because uh, for a uh, couple of years ago i was working in an organization where i had to travel to calcutta very frequently almost twice a month for work and being very used to mumbai by that point of time i'm I, in mumbai if you're getting out for a social life you step outside of your house at 10 that's what you do and there when i stepped out i think there was like this football final match or something and my colleague and i we went out to see it and by 10 o'clock everything was shut and <laughs> we were like oh no <laughs> Things yeah. have improved marginally, but uh, yeah. it's still midnight or one. If I'm not wrong, <laughs> nothing else. And over the weekend, they have yeah. Friday and Saturday that things are open till really late, and after that, people are like, "You have to work tomorrow." 
I don't yeah. Calcutta does not have a nightlife <laughs> at all. And But, uh, Delhi, on the other hand, you know, it has a nightlife, but then it's so unsafe. I mean, you wouldn't personally, you wouldn't want to step out. I mean, even if it's open till two, I I would rather stay at home with my friends than ever go out. <laughs> so that's like the other end of the spectrum. I think Delhi yeah. is more popular for house parties. Like I've been to a lot of house yeah, parties yeah. in uh, Mumbai, but Very it has true. mostly been people are outside, and then the pubs are like, we have to shut down now. Please get lost. Yeah. That is when people shift to the house. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yep. I like how we are so both so happy being in Bombay, <laughs> which brings me to the not so great yeah. part about Bombay, which is mm. the rent, and everybody oh seems God. to <laughs> everyone seems to accept. We are not in Mumbai, yeah, na? So the rent will be high. Uh, yeah. And yeah. so personally, I found my house through. Magic Bricks, I think. I got in touch with a broker mm-hmm. on Magic Bricks, and he helped me find a house around Malad. Yeah, mm. yeah. So when you first shifted, you didn't know anyone, like you said. And at that point of time, there were nothing like uh, no broker apps were there. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> What about nothing. the Facebook flatmates ka uh, group? Was it there? The groups were there. Thank God for that, because I think I shift. I this is my fifth house in Mumbai. So I've shifted a lot, and I've been completely dependent on all these flats and flatmates without brokers, flatmates group Mumbai, and all these twenty <laughs> odd groups on Facebook. Which I think we all are part of that. All of us uh, poor non-Mumbaiers living here are part of those common groups. So I think initially it was it was very difficult. I mean, my organization gave me a thirty days kind of like a guest house arrangement because I was new to the city, and my manager was good enough. He said, "Okay, you can just you know." Keep work for a bit because finding a place to stay is much more important for you as of now. So I, it, it was random because I was like getting on the bikes with all these random brokers and going to places which I don't know anything about. And I was in Navi Mumbai, so I was like somebody's taking me to Vashi and somebody's taking me to Nerul, and I have no idea what is happening. So that was crazy. No, but I have to accept that uh, you know. I got really lucky that my broker is really good. Like that's what he is mm. amazing. He checks up on you. Covid ka pura situation me. He has checked up on me more times, asking me, "Are you okay? Do you need help?" Yeah. But he's I think he, like he'll probably be scared that if something <laughs> wrong happens in the house, he will be responsible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I finally have a house that I love. I had lived with uh, flatmates previously, mm. and then I realized that what is the point. <laughs> So you're living alone right now? I live. I have feelings, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> apart from that, that's no, good. No, but it's a one hour case, so it's chalta hai. Like a one hour case, it is not good for two yeah. people anymore. No, no, no. I lived in a one hour case so for four years. I lived in a one hour case alone, and I think I think it's pretty good. I mean, if you're comfortable being with yourself, I it really works out well. See, yeah, so the one thing that people constantly ask me during this lockdown is, "Aren't you getting bored?" I'm like, "No. Bored. Why will I get bored? I have so much to do." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's a learning in itself. You know, when you start living alone, you you start getting more comfortable with. the aspect of being yourself and really being aligned to who you are that that's one thing which has been a learning living alone for so long and i think you would agree with that as well yeah so one of my inspiration of starting to live alone was you i remember what you said about yeah. how yeah how living alone was really empowering for you and you loved it yeah. and i was like yeah. you were so young when you did it i am way older yeah. and i am doing it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm glad. I'm glad that happened because it's, it's been a good journey. I'm happy about it. 
what is yeah. what is something that you learned over the years of being by yourself my god so much <laughs> <laughs> no i mean uh, a couple of couple of uh, important like rules or suggestions rather if i had to give to somebody who's starting off on their journey and living alone so the first would be create uh, some kind of support system in the city either already have one like you did yeah. or you know like me who's coming into a city without knowing people create some kind of support system it can be your colleagues it can be some relatives some friends or friends of friends just have people you know have people you can reach out to in the middle of night if something is wrong so that you don't feel stranded and uh, also have uh, all your um, you know your sabdi wala your dood wala your grocery wala some plumbers electricians because all these problems happen when you least expecting it and then suddenly you realize you don't know an electrician and then everything is gone off you you need to have those contacts handy and all of that support system in place that's for sure that's I, uh, number yeah. 1 yeah <laughs> but for the sabzi wala and the dood wala and the electrician right now i think our lives are sorted because of things like urban club super daily now yes yeah, those were not there is. when you shifted i remember those were not there when i shifted it wasn't even uber and ola and like no apps basically nothing okay there was um, which is that one the yellow pages just dial that was the only thing we had it's from that zamana that kuch chahiye to just go to just dial and try to find somebody and that's not the most effective thing to do yeah yeah and i i think that was number 1 and the second is like whichever city you move to especially mumbai just get to know the public transport system because uh now uber and ola is there but even with uber and ola i mean it's not something you can bank upon doing it on a daily basis so you need to figure out the locals and the buses and the kali pilis and you need to look figure out that entire map the western line the central line the harbor line am i missing a line no no there's a trans harbor line also apparently so i got really lucky because my job is in mahim and i was living with my cousins back then and they lived in kandi village and i was very lucky that the thing is in the same line and, yeah. and somebody asked me that didn't you even check where you were going for work i was like no this is so confusing i mean actually being on one line i think it's like a big big lucky factor because i got uh, completely <laughs> yeah people who i i i live in bhandup for four months and so i did like a harbor to a central and then central and getting off and getting to a western and then uh, lining up in a queue to get a kali peeli and it was like massacre man. <laughs> it was like completely so i remember uh, when i first hmm. moved here my friends obviously took advantage of the fact that i do not know bombay that well i actually had hmm. m indicator on my phone back then yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I I don't have it on my phone right now. That's that's progress. But <laughs> or also the fact that I've not gone out in three months, maybe that is why. <laughs> But that's good. So they lied to me and they they made me go to a party in Thane. Okay. And the next day I had to go to Mahim. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> Halfway through the I think I started my journey at seven thirty in the morning. I reached office at eleven thirty, and I was in tears. <laughs> In the of that it sounds like a very grueling experience. <laughs> I was furious and I was crying, and then the receptionist had the audacity to tell me that we start at ten thirty, and I'm like, I will kill you. 
Yeah, and for for Mumbaikers, you know, it's just like a way of living, and they don't really understand the pains somebody has to go through if they're new new to the city. Yeah, I have a colleague who comes to office every day from Badlapur. Hmm. So I was cribbing okay. about having to travel from Mahim to Malad, and he's like, "Hey, what? I come from Badlapur. Okay. I'm like, yeah, out of it." <laughs> Yeah, my God, that's crazy. I, I mean, the whole—it's—it's it's not even about the distance. It's all about who left to turn ahead, right to turn ahead, and then you know, if if you want to get off at Thane, so this happened with me one of the times. I had to get off at Thane, and I was like very chilled out. I was like Thane announced, "Karenge to main utar jaungi," but no. <laughs> when Thane came, I <laughs> I actually reached like Dombivili or something before I could actually get off, and then I had to take a U-turn. Come back to Thane. It's crazy. Absolutely. There is also this unwritten rule, like how you cannot take a train to where is it? Virar. If Virar. you are going to get on yeah. at Malad or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Western. They don't let you get off. And I've heard of serious accidents happening. You know, people fighting and getting thrown off trains and stuff like that. That's yes. just crazy. Yes. It's crazy. They are like, आप लोग तो the logic is you have already so many fast and so many slows. We have yeah. so little trains, so these are ours. Yeah. You cannot get up on yeah. these trains. I mean, they do have a point, but like, it's madness. Not something to kill somebody over. <laughs> <laughs> Not. But I was told, like, the minute my initiation into the whole local train system, I was told yeah. that never get up on a Virar or a Bhaiendar train, even if yeah, you have to get yeah. down at Malad. <laughs> I like how we are dishing on Mumbai. <laughs> no, we are still commenting. Saying you people came here and took our jobs, and we've not also started cribbing about the rains. Like that is like a whole different discussion, which can the, take an hour in itself. Yeah. The other thing is, I don't understand how is Bombay consistently so bad at taking care of the city when it rains. I like I told you the first year I was here I almost drowned and that was terrifying for me. Yeah, no, no, that I I I mean we spoke about it this morning and the 2018 <laughs> floods or whatever you want to call it even I had a very bad experience and I've wondered it myself so many times that when you are grappling with such severe rains every year, how is your infrastructure not ready for it? I mean it's just mind blowing. It's just common sense when you know it's gonna happen. Why are your roads not in shape? Why is your drainage system not in place? I don't know. Mind so going. that is one huge drawback, I guess. And after that, it just yeah. becomes hot. I have never. So Calcutta gets very cold in the winter. You've been in Calcutta, it you does. know, and you're from yeah, yeah, Delhi, yeah. so you know. And 
I remember making fun of my colleagues throughout both 2018 yeah. and 19 because thoda sa bhi thand hoga na they will come with their sweaters and their socks and I'm like ye thand hai yeah. I know and all the and Mumbai ke like itna barish mein bhi temperature will be like 26 or 27 they'll be like oh my god it's so cold and I'm like 25 26 is like not even not even cool it's not even pleasant yet <laughs> Yeah, and I was told that laugh all you want, but wait, wait till you go back to Calcutta. You will also not be able to stand that cold anymore. <laughs> that happened. Has it happened to you? It's it's already happened to me. I mean, yeah, I go did. back. To Last yeah. time when I went to Calcutta, and I it was pretty cold, and I was like, okay, yeah. it is cold. I'm feeling cold. I should not. And obviously, people in Calcutta were making fun of me, saying that it's all right. Bombay, she is feeling cold. Yeah, that happens. I mean, I went back to uh, one of uh, one of the trips when I went back to family, and my brother was just like wearing this thoda sa thick T-shirt, and I'm wearing like two layers, and then I'm wearing a jacket, and then I'm wearing a muffler, and then I'm wearing a hat, and the blast she had teasing me. He's like, you guys, तुम लोग इधर के भी नहीं हो, उधर के भी नहीं हो. Mumbai में जाके you're making fun of Bombay, Delhi में आके you're not able to stand it here. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's the duality of the whole situation because obviously my body is now used yeah. to this weather. Like I'm sure yeah, if I go to Calcutta right now, I won't be able to stand the weather anymore. Yeah, it's been two years. Been. Yeah, and for you, it's been longer, seven years. Yeah. Seven years, seven, seven years. My God, it's wow. Time flies, yeah. Time flies. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now I'm going to transition into a not so happy <laughs> part of Bombay. which was yeah. for me after i shifted it was a very hard experience like i had to do everything by myself i did not have a cook we couldn't find a maid for the longest time so i was working cooking and cleaning and doing everything and yeah. at the same time i work in a digital agency which means the pressure on me is really high <laughs> i remember having a panic attack in the middle of the street and <laughs> Thankfully, there was a therapist right around the corner. I used to joke with my mm. therapist and say, "You know, I'm going to put up a post in front of my office saying that mental breakdown go there." <laughs> yeah, it was a very hard experience for me as well. But at the same time, I think starting therapy really helped because it helped me realize that this is something I actually wanted. These all these yeah. panic attacks are temporary things. So and I know you also have your own fair struggles of mental health. So how did that translate from living alone to the whole journey? Yeah. No, I think uh, that's something which is you know very important point that we've reached to in this discussion because you know we've spoken all about the happening parts and the freedom and you know getting to do things your own way, but that also comes with a lot of uh, burden that you end up creating for yourself yes. because you know you you've kind of become you've transitioned into an adult. So. right from you know being financially independent and like you said having to do uh, take up so much responsibility so there is this i feel at least for me there was this unconscious burden that i was creating i've always been creating on myself and you don't really want to keep reaching out to your parents or to your closest friends for every small little thing you know because your parents are so far away and you don't want to unnecessarily uh, make them anxious and your friends have their own lives happening so end of the day it was just grappling with too much you know there's this work yeah, which yeah. is new uh, there is your so- social life your home life managing all the cooking cleaning finances like the whole spectrum of it so i i've been I, of course with you know the different things that happen in life there's heartbreak 
there is uh, struggles with the uh, you know work uh, there are financial issue there are loads of things which keep happening in life and that takes a toll and i think uh, especially in the, of course throughout the uh, you know the past few years but especially in the last couple of months i think with covid and everything surrounding it it's been it's been um, uh, i think very strenuous and very difficult on most people at least that i know of and that i've spoken to and i think anxiety is um, you know dealing with anxiety dealing with difficult thoughts dealing with panic all of this is a reality and it's it's very important to be self aware to recognize that it is happening to you and you you know you beautifully mentioned that um you started taking therapy and that's something which i have done as well so it i really want to you know i i love the fact that we're using this medium and you know whatsoever number of people are watching this you need to be okay to deal with things seek professional help talk to people around you don't feel alone and don't be alone even if you are technically alone in a house but you know you're never really alone there's help around you so that is something which i think is very important yeah yes it is like i remember it was little little things that would set me off like weird things like yeah. not paying my bill on time because i'd never done it before in my life Yeah, stupid yeah. things like a reminder from Adani Electricity saying that hey you're be you one day behind or something and yeah. I'm like oh, I forgot to pay my bill guys what the hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I obviously have a system I've put it on uh, phone pay so that I get an alert <laughs> clever yeah <laughs> I mean these apps have really sorted life out because I was paying bills before Paytm and before everything and I faced that I've missed on payments and I've had because like you said you're not used to it I mean you don't remember it on a monthly basis. And yeah, then no, you face a lot of issues. Honestly, the only time I would hear about the electricity bill was when my mother would be screaming, saying that who left the lights out? Electricity bill is so high this month. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. when I was living with my roommates, I actually turned into my mom and I would actually scream at them and tell them that put the damn lights off if you're not using it. Yeah, and then you know the whole responsibility of paying the bill and making sure it's on time and electricity doesn't get cut off and you know geyser off होना चाहिए, AC off होना चाहिए, सब कुछ सही time पे होना चाहिए, all that is overwhelming. Yeah. yeah, and then Monday I think I forgot to put the geyser off and my uh, roommate is like, bro, geyser. Shit, sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> And especially with instant geyser, I know it's it's like become a thing with instant geyser. If you leave it on, it kind of burns out, and then <laughs> all of the repair, kharcha, talking to landlord, that whole thing comes into picture. Uh, I'm going to tell you something funny, but I am uh, a little afraid that we'll deviate. So apparently, the last house that I lived in was haunted, and it's a very common thing for houses in Bombay to be haunted. Is that so? <laughs> I thought it was Pune, but apparently Bombay. Is that a Mahim house? So apparently nobody ever lived in that house before I lived over there, and uh, this house had a tendency of attracting desperate people into it. So I was very very desperate when I wanted uh, to shift out, and I took that house. And all three of my roommates, they were not together. One after the other, they came, <laughs> and they also needed a house badly when they took that house. Finally, we shifted, and I'm in a much better place now. But. <laughs> But that must have been like pretty creepy, man. I don't know. Like I, I don't know whether it's a mental block now or something. But my life was not yeah. going anywhere as long as I was in that house. It was very stagnant. Yeah. Like all good things started happening to me after I shifted to this place. 
it's possible because initially i you know for the longest time i never believed in stuff like auras and you know every place has its own aura but a lot of things have happened to me especially with living in these rented houses i've seen a lot enough to realize the same thing myself that places have auras surrounded and you know things happen like there was a phase in my life when you know being in a certain place everything was going wrong just like you said and yeah when i kind of you know did a few adjustments to the you know the layout of the house things became better so i don't know if shayad sahi hota hai aura and vastu and god knows <laughs> all of that yeah apparently so they told me that uh, they told me that ye ghar khali pada hai and they had told me that apparently people there were a lot of people who stayed there this and that and then the people around the society told me that the house has been empty we thought nobody lives there so for the long for a month i think even the security guard did not know i was living there and he was oh, really boy. shocked that i had taken that house so later on one of my friends had made a friend in the society she told me she asked yeah. her that you know i found out this house apparently is haunted and she said i thought you knew i said why would i take a house if it's haunted bro <laughs> it haunted like proper haunted like with ghosts and stuff like that <laughs> oh, i have no idea because i lived in that house for one and a half years nothing ever happened but like i said nothing ever happened like i was yeah. on the clock i got to and make ends meet because bombay is a damn expensive city and i was yeah. ill all the time i was always okay. late Oh god. That I think I I've also now thinking of it that you brought it up I had one of my friends who also took up a place. Again we're just continuing on the deviated topic but nevertheless she also told me that it wasn't I mean it wasn't um, like it wasn't paranormal activity but there was something creepy about the house like you know she had um, you know grandparents and all that passed away so she had photos in the house and you know she used to do a bit of puja and everything and every time she used to come home and wo pura uska photos used to be like Either fallen down or changed or some oh, creepy stuff. Oh, creepy! That is. She left the house. I think she gave up her. Uh, 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 what is it called? The uh, deposit. What is that? Deposit. She gave up the deposit. She gave up the notice period. Everything, and she just left the house. She's like, it's okay. I'll get the money back somehow or the other. But I'm not staying there. Yeah, because oh yeah, because uh, there's a lock-in period, right? For all of our rental yeah. agreements, you have to be here for six yeah. months at least. Six months. Yeah. So yeah, so as my roommate leveraged that, my roommate said you have to give me back my deposit because this house is haunted, and they were so scared that if she started telling everyone, they would never be able to rent out that house again. They were like, "Up, now deposit, Lord, bhago, yar." So we don't want to keep it. Did they eventually get somebody as a replacement? We left. I hope not for some poor soul's sake. Who wants that thing? My God, the things that happen in this city. <laughs> But the thing is, I always heard stories from my cousin only about how houses in Pune were haunted. So to me, it was a real shock. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people yeah. were Bombay. Maybe there are you know because a lot of people just buy houses in Bombay because it's a good investment because you will get rent. Yeah. For us, yeah. being rent is a dead investment. But apparently, mm-hmm. they don't really check the house or anything. <laughs> my God. That's so scary. <laughs> But yeah, this is my this is my fifth house in Bombay, and thankfully, I've not had any such creepy experiences. I'm sure about the vibe. Like I told you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Went to that house. That house. Yeah. It. I like that house because I just wanted to say yes to a house, and yeah. that is what happened to the other three people as well. This house, the one I live in here, I looked for it for a month. This is very near to the old place only, but. I love ah. this house. The first time I saw it, and I was like, "Can't I? I will move here. I don't mind." 
इधर सी ऑल द गुड थिंग्स हैपेंड या कोविड इज अ बैड थिंग दिस इज आल्सो माहिम इज इट हां दिस इज आल्सो माहिम इज इट नो दिस इज नॉट इन माहिम दिस इज इन मलाड अच्छा इट इज इन मलाड ओके ओलियर यू वर इन माहिम ना द प्रीवियस हाउस नो 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 आई वाज ऑलवेज इन मलाड सो द थिंग इज योर वर्क वाज इन माहिम माय वर्क इज स्टिल इन माहिम हां माय एचआर विल वॉच दिस एंड से व्हाट आर यू सेइंग यू आर वर्किंग इन मलाड यू डिड नॉट टेल मी But with COVID now, I mean, I really hope you don't have to go to office at least for some time more because it's. Yeah, we don't have to. We have been given a Very choice good. that if you want, you can. And I'm like, I don't yeah. want to. So bye. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Not worth it. Not worth it. At least right now. And now that we are back on COVID, this is another thing that we have yeah. never been more alone to say. Mm. and a lot of people are finding it very difficult to socialize they don't like the yeah. zoom call that we are on they don't find that enough they want to go out they want to meet people yeah. how has that experience been for you personally i think it's uh, it's it's been very different so i i think it's i've i've grappled with times where i've really enjoyed it because i thought that okay i'm finally kind of you know getting a break from the fast pace of life that mumbai is but at other times i've missed like you said you know the interaction with people you know your regular daily life you're at work you're meeting people you're getting to know their stories you're getting to discuss a lot of things while you can still do that on phone or over zoom or over yeah. some app but it's it's not the same you don't you don't feel that warmth and that presence of the person it, it it's been difficult i think overall it's it's been a mixed bag <laughs> You know what? I personally miss. I personally miss going out and drinking. I really miss that. Sorry, mom. <laughs> I miss that too. I miss the socializing and the partying. And you know, the worst thing is, you know, especially when you get bad times in life, you you never get to end it to it. So, like, if somebody would tell me that, okay, Akanksha, like, six months party nahi karna, I'll be like, ठीक है. मैं, you know, I'll spend six months somehow and I'll get over it. But right now, even if COVID ends or this lockdown ends, it's not going to be the same again. And that that pinches so badly. Like I met one of my room uh, roommates because I had to get a my laptop table back from her. We met yeah. each other. We were standing like this. She said, "Should I hug you?" I said, "I am not infected. If you want to, go ahead." But you will have to sanitize yourself after that. <laughs> like everything is at yeah. such a high risk, Abhi. ंगल I miss meeting people, man. I miss meeting my friends, going out for drinking, clubbing, partying, dinners, or even just like randomly seeing people in office, like going for chai breaks and huddling around, <laughs> talking oh, about colleagues and all of that. In this lockdown, one person I've missed is the mama who used to make chai and give it to us chai. office mein. <laughs> This time, I really. So people they know that I love chai. It's a very very common. Mm. thing to know that i complete i am in love with chai and wow. every time right now when i get frustrated and they tell me that why don't you drink chai i, say, I have to make it and that's the thing about <laughs> making chai yourself you know i mean it's always better if somebody else makes it for you <laughs> somehow that you know you get tired of making your own chai 
Yeah, uh, there were days that I actually stopped making chai because I was just damn tired of making it. Then I realized, no, nobody can deal with a chai-less Anisha. Let's just not do that to the world. <laughs> Even you yourself can't deal with a chai-less you. <laughs> I, I think But I need you... it. I need my brain to wake up with the chai. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't know. You're pretty. <laughs> La la la. <laughs> no, but uh, do you drink coffee at all, or are you like completely chai? Completely chai. I do drink coffee at times. Uh, That is when I need to pull either an all-nighter or I have to wake up my brain like this. Yeah, I think I am. I am like I love chai and I love coffee. I think I basically love caffeine. So <laughs> like either source of caffeine will do the trick for me. So you must like infusion. Some one of my friends made it for me once. It was so strong. It's a mixed blend of coffee and chai. No, it has no, to be done in a perfect. No, no, it has to be. It's called infusion, and it has to be done at a perfect ratio. Otherwise, you really screw up the taste. <laughs> and she made it. My God, I'll have to try that. Yeah, it's called infusion. Try it. And infusion. <laughs> I was like, uh, I'm not going to sleep tonight, am I? <laughs> Because like it keeps you overload in my body. <laughs> But since you love both tea and coffee, I think you will. This is something you probably will like it. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to check it out and try making it at home. Now that I have all the time in the world to try out all these unique random things. <laughs> yeah. Again, this was not. <laughs> Did you learn to cook anything? I have actually learned to cook a full meal. <laughs> That is you not- have. That's the silver lining of COVID. <laughs> Finally, one silver lining of COVID. So I knew how to make random dishes. This time, I sat ah. down and I learned to make a lot of things from scratch. And nice. I was so proud of myself. So proud of you. Yeah, I learned to I'm make so white pasta and white sauce from scratch, and I was so proud of myself when I did that. That's so cool. Those like real life skills, man. Those like real life sustaining skills. Yeah, and also lockdown ke liye there was a very shortage of ingredients. So suddenly, uh, you found I found YouTube me there were a lot of things saying only three ingredients, only four ingredients. And I'm like, what are these things? I have to check it out. And all these like random videos are so helpful nowadays. Like you know, like couple of ingredients or make a meal in ten minutes or how to clean your entire house within half an hour or some you know tricks to clean the utensils. <laughs> random shit. Someone made a video about how they were convinced that people were breaking into their house and leaving their burden, which I found is so true. I am one person. How do I have so much burden, man? But that is that is so true because in a, so I had my cook and my, I mean, burden, wala help. So, okay, you use a burden and throw it in the sink like you're taking it for granted. But now I'm, I've become mindful. Like, is this for double chamach use? Can you use it? Yeah, both chamach. If you have put it in the milk, then it's okay. Can you put it in the milk? <laughs> or you know, you kind of like having multiple uses for the same pot. I mean, these are all the things that I've learned in the past three months. <laughs> these are very good uses, I think. And then my mom has been giving me, you know, clues of things that obviously for her this has been her life. And when I am cribbing, she's like, "Why don't you do one thing? As you cook, you yeah. clean." I was like, "No." <laughs> yeah, because you're already so tired from the whole process of cooking. The last thing you want to do is go clean it. But I have never been. That's the more most effective way because that's what my mom tells me as well. That just eat, eat, eat. Just 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 eat.
I think they're like way better at this than we'll never they be. They have been the queens of I think multitasking because when we were growing up, they were working, they were doing all of this, and they were taking care of us. I am yeah. going mad just taking care of myself. Yeah, I mean, you know, the amount of work, even if you have domestic help, which you don't right now, but I mean, the amount of work that goes into keeping the house the way it is, and you know, everything from washing clothes, putting them, and tidying them, putting them into the right place, utensils, and all your—I mean, it's like so much. And our moms have been doing it forever without complaining. Oh yeah, one more thing. Uh, I know you are two people, and I am one. Menu yeah. planning. Deciding what I want to eat three times a day has been the toughest thing I have done. <laughs> You've touched my nerve. Like right <laughs> now, you're like, like I have like this big wound, and you're like just putting salt all over it. I mean, because I know. Morning, <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So one of my colleagues, she was she asked me that, what are you eating for dinner? I said, why? She's like, I'm looking for inspiration. <laughs> Then I told her that I can understand. So she lives with the family, her husband, and the. And uh, in laws as well. So I told her that yeah. I'm sure that you guys, people say that, ha, jo bhi manchai bana lo, and then they crib about whatever you say. And she's like, yes. How did you know? This? Because I used to do that to my mother. But seriously, <laughs> the menu planning is like, yeah, and like with the limited ingredients that we have. मतलब क्या बनाना है एवरी सो मॉर्निंग इज सॉर्टेड फॉर मी बिकॉज यू नो आई एंड अप हैविंग म्यूजली और लाइक यू नो ब्रेड सैंडविच एंड दैट्स आई बिकम लाइक यूज्ड टू दैट फैट नाउ बट विद लंच एंड डिनर एंड एवरी टाइम आई एम जस्ट सिटिंग ऑन द सोफा एंड आई एम लुकिंग एट माय हस्बैंड एंड आई एम लाइक क्या बनाए एंड देन ही इज लुकिंग एट मी तुम बताओ क्या बनाए एंड देन आई एम लुकिंग एट हिम नहीं यू सजेस्ट टुडे एंड दैट लाइक कीप्स हैपनिंग एंड देन वी जस्ट ओपन द YouTube ऐप लाइक व्हाट कैन यू मेक विद पोटैटोस व्हाट कैन यू मेक विद लौकी I that is why I said I miss my canteen mama a lot. So I would eat something like I would drink a glass of milk or I would eat cornflakes or something. And by the time I would go to office, he had everything. Like the menu was there. Like there was wow. a breakfast, breakfast and lunch. And if you wanted, you could also order dinner from him. So you, I yeah. ended up eating whatever he had, and I did not have to use my brain to think about the food. Now I yeah. have to plan that oh, sabzi aya na. If I don't use it by this time, it will go bad. I can't do it. Spoil. Exactly, and I also like now you know vegetable shops and all have opened up, but until like about a month ago, you barely had anything at home, and you kind of had to rack your brain around that okay, how am I going to sustain? And you like sometimes I've been like, okay, I just make dal chawal and be over with it. Like I can't stress myself over this anymore. Yeah, but so that's also something you know I've I've like hats off to my mom because throughout our childhood. And pretty much a lot of our adulthood as well. They've they've kept making tasty stuff and like so many dishes like dal bhi hoga, sabzi bhi hoga, raita bhi hoga, salad bhi hoga. Like how man? How? Yeah, मेरे लिए if I make one thing काफी है. बहुत है. वो भी हो सके तो दो बार का एक बार मैं बना लो. I do that. So even my mom tells me that do it now. Why are you cooking twice? Cook in the morning and keep it. And I'm like, but what if I don't want to have it at night? And she's like, oh my god. But yes, every time, even when I go home now, and I'm thinking about it. Every day there is so many different things. Even in lockdown, this woman is cooking. She's making dahi vara. She's learned so many other things, and I'm like, no. why? <laughs> I know, and even the same at my house because my grandparents are there now. So there's like my mom, dad, and grandparents. 
and then she's doing like so my grandparents diet is quite different from theirs yes. and my dad has his own preferences so he's like she's making something for my dad then she's making something for nana nani and then she's doing like a midday meal and then she's doing the lunch and then she's doing the snack and then she's doing dinner and god knows what all and then she's doing all that kadha and haldi dod and <laughs> like dude i have new found respect for you mama <laughs> Yeah, for us it is like there was a time I remember I woke up and I asked myself that do I really need to feed you thrice a day? Can't you just survive on two meals? Yeah, I mean like the worst which will happen is ठीक है थोड़ा भूखा रह लेंगे. The best part is we lose weight, so like it's a win-win situation. Oh no, it is uh, since we are working from home and the lifestyles are little sedentary. We get messages from yeah. our HR saying that please take a walk, take a fifteen-minute break. <laughs> like who's going to answer the phone? <laughs> and every time i don't know how they understand like do, do they have spyware or something i don't know every time i step away from my laptop is when somebody will call somebody will hang out somebody will mail and then they will freak out why aren't you answering i mean oh my god stop i'm telling you i am in hr and we have all these like you know tricks up our sleeve to find out if employees are slacking <laughs> i'm sure you are a good hr but <laughs> my boss is also in hr Uh, yeah. Two of my best friends also work as agents, and I constantly tease them, saying that "Tum log karte kya ho?" <laughs> and they so that is all like three stories. And I've got all of that. Like uh, you know, if I tell people that uh, I've been very busy, especially for the last year, you know, last year, year and a half, I've been working a lot. So you know, I used to tell people that uh, I'm very tired. I'm so busy. And they're like, "How can you be so busy making rangolis? I mean, what is it that you do? Like you're designing a rangoli. That's all you do. Or you're like planning for a Christmas party. What else is it that you do?" I'm sure there is more to it because I have seen my both my. Uh, So I was teasing my best friend last year, and my baby was around, and she's like, "Why are you teasing her?" <laughs> and then my aunt yeah, is like, "Don't worry." Yeah, yeah, the HR ka whole. So there are some. I'm not going to name names, but there are some HRs who don't do their job. Hence, this whole yeah. problem. Arey, once too, I went for this comedy show uh, at uh, the Canvas Laugh Club. And so we were sitting in the front row, and you know they usually pick up on people who are sitting on the front row. So you like, you know, the comedian is generally inquiring, "What do you do? What do you do?" and all of that. And then he comes to me, and I'm like, "I'm in HR." And then you know, out of nowhere, he had this whole set ready of jokes on HR, <laughs> and that's how he opened his comedy act, making fun of me. And I was so embarrassed, and I'm like, I'm telling my husband, dude. I I don't care if I have to sit alone. I am never sitting in the front row again and becoming like the buck of people's jokes again. There are too many jokes on HR, I think. But aren't mm. you a little like since you have a degree in psychology, I thought yours would be a little different, right, from what the general HR would do, which okay. is basically yeah. So I'm 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 not actually in like you know recruiting or in compensation. I do something which is like a very niche uh, thing in HR. It's talent management and leadership development. so it's uh, it's it's a lot to do with uh, not hiring or compensation but actually you know mapping career journeys for people who are part of organizations so yeah it's like it's like a whole different part of hr but then i'm always still the butt of jokes so i become you so that to the comedian that hello let me educate you i know think hr only recruits people and gives salaries on huh. time and and, is- and makes rangoli <laughs> yeah why where did that even come from I think I, I saw social samosa did that as well, saying that uh, most hardworking award to the HR for making rangolis, and I'm like, 
I see I know about the HR thing even though I made fun of you guys I know how hard you yeah. guys work is because I know yeah. you I know my bhabhi yeah. and I know my two best friends and I see how much work goes into it Yeah I don't know I think we've just become used to the fact that people make jokes of us and we no, don't really think we should do a session anymore. on exactly what does an HR do like there is so see, many different departments to it Exactly you know this is something that happened to me so I was very new and I was like this very you know super passionate and how dare you say something about HR you know the first year of my work and somebody made fun of me and I gave them a one hour lecture over the phone on what hr is and isn't and poor guy i'm still friends with him it's been like what 8 years and he's never uttered a word again <laughs> about hr i scarred him for life <laughs> oh god i unfortunately ek to like you said that whole rangoli thing has become a joke for the trope and the yeah. other thing is people tend to go to the hr when they have a problem it is like you know yeah. how schools have guidance counselors we tend to go to the hr and say i have a problem and they are supposed to yeah. solve it like people used to come come to us with all random problem like somebody one girl came to us and said that in the girls washroom so we had this like sanitary napkin uh, dispenser in the washroom and yeah. she's like the napkins are over and i'm just staring at her and i'm like oh, okay <laughs> Why are you coming to the human resource department of your organization and complaining about this issue? Like, go to the housekeeping or the admin or I don't know who, but not to me. So yeah, we had a different issue altogether. So all the women in the office were called to a meeting, and we were given a lecture about personal hygiene in the washroom. And I'm like, I was drinking chai, and I'm like, I don't need this at ten in the morning. Get lost. I'm sure somebody must have gone to the loo and not flushed properly or like. Oh, that was a god! That was a standard problem, yeah. And people don't have some people don't have civic sense, even professionals that I've seen. And I was drinking chai because it was really early in the morning. I used to go to work at early hours at that point of time because I was such a good yeah. employee back then. Now I have learned how to manage time better. But <laughs> I don't need this. Then in the morning, I don't want to listen to this crap. Literally crap about crap. <laughs> oh my god, it's been so much fun talking to you. Yeah, this has been fun. I think we spoke about so many things, and it's been okay. a long time since we got. On the end note, I will tell you two things yeah. that I personally learned with my journey mm. of living alone. One, Domex toilet cleaners are the best. I oh know god. they have this whole. Uh, you know they have this whole campaign around pick up the brush and my one of my colleagues actually told me about domex and she's like but i do they have a campaign domex is one thing you don't have to pick up the brush man it's so good really dude i didn't know this this is learning for me because i still use brush i use hard pick because both of i do not really like that whole you know the whole yeah. feeling with the brush and everything so she told me use domex bro i'm telling you it's the best Also, yeah, there's a there's a brush attached on it, isn't it? They have so Domex is one thing that you don't actually need to use the brush for, and they have this whole campaign about pick up the brush. Why don't you know? It's nothing to be embarrassed about, and obviously they encourage people to clean their toilets as well. Yeah, <laughs> which is amazing. The <laughs> other thing I learned was Prill. That is something my sister put me on, and I love Prill for the utensils. <laughs> the kind of things one learns when one is living alone. <laughs> There's one thing I also learned, which is that come whatsoever may, 
don't do a pocha without doing a jhadu first <laughs> because if you don't do jhadu first then you're actually making your house dirtier by doing the pocha because you're like spreading all that gooey watery dirt all over your house it's a mess it's a mistake it's a learning whatever yeah <laughs> no no it is i'm telling you I told you all the things that I learned over the years has been amazing. I know. Like I'm indicating uh, the other day I was like, "Shocking, sir." Huh? Sorry, what? No, no, go on. No, tell me what were you saying? I think I was just talking to somebody about you know these uh, so there was this whole thing about China apps being banned and we were having a discussion on you know what kind of Indian apps do we use the most and both of us are uh, you know non Mumbaiers living in Mumbai so we like M indicator. M indicator is a lifesaver in this city and that's like a government indian app and like millions of people <laughs> run their daily lives because of M indicator man yeah like i said i had M indicator on my phone i don't have it right yeah. now but when my sister she came to visit me after i shifted here she came for a weekend and then she was making fun of me saying that every time i ask you where something is you always pull out that map on M indicator to show me i said because i don't know It was two years ago. Yeah. Like now, I know how to get where. I have a mental map of Bombay yeah. in my head now, but I did not know back then. I was like, I am also learning. You have to understand that. The other thing that I learned. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. You know, the other thing that I learned was my Hindi improved a lot. Like there was a time I used to refuse to speak in Hindi around people, and now I am comfortable yeah. talking to people about Hindi. I picked up words that I never thought I would pick. हाँ मुंबई में तो यू नीड टू नो वो भी वो एकदम पक्का मुंबई वाला हिंदी आना चाहिए टू गेट स्टफ डन योर टू टॉक टू ऑल द लोकल पीपल एंड यार समथिंग अबाउट इट लाइक इफ यू आई हैव सीन लाइक ऑटोवाला Because they kind of uh, like you were talking about desperation, right? They kind of understand that ये person need में है, इसको अलमारी चाहिए, इसको चूना लगा हुआ भी. <laughs> But yeah, and you know there is a autos वाला. The point is so right because you know you talk to them like, हाँ भैया ऐसा करना है, वैसा करना है. And you talk to them in the Mumbai language and they're like, हाँ ठीक है. बिचारा person, she's trying to figure out her way in this difficult city. We will support her. <laughs> Yes, I had an Uber once, and I was talking to I think somebody from Calcutta, and I was talking in Bengali. So after I had hung up, he asked me that what language are you talking in? So I said Bengali, and then he started telling me about how he's from Oriya and his life and everything, and I was like, okay, then hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's very sweet that how everybody ship yeah. moves here, no matter from which state out the society, yeah. and everybody's. I like the fact that Bombay is very accepting towards everyone. Absolutely, and I think there is, you know, irrespective of your socio-economic status, and everybody is kind of respectful towards each other. It doesn't matter, like you know, like you said, the Uber driver or the auto wala, or you know, any level in organization that you are in. Everybody kind of like, you know, there's this camaraderie and this social acceptance which is there, which is yeah. really nice. I love that about the city. And you triggered what I was trying to say. I forgot for a second. So the thing is, yeah. I was on Amazon the other day, and I was looking for you know more bed sheets and bed covers, and I found stuff for under one fifty bucks and all, and I was very happy. I messaged my mom and my sister saying that I found bed sheets for one thirty six rupees, and my sister said, <laughs> she sent me thumbs up emojis. So she's like very good. 
and then other people were like see so my two friends they were uh, they were saying that uh, yeah we know what it's like to be cheap and do jugar as like, i don't call it being cheap or being jugar i call it being economical very right i'm completely agreeing with and as it is we are paying like absolutely preposterous amounts of money in rent so i mean we are allowed to save money wherever we can possibly do that okay one last question before i let you go we have rented apartments right so we can't drill holes yeah. we cannot decorate it to the way we want like yeah <laughs> how have you gotten around that because i'm trying to do that right now and i i'm hitting roadblocks there that is like that that's a question which hits home because you know i'm the kind of person i like to have like a homely environment i like to have like you know when i'm coming back from work even though it's a house and it's a rented apartment but no, i no, want it to, to remind be yours it does it does and it's very important actually i think it you know it affects your psyche and everything you know it creates happiness and a sense of comfort so you can't drill nails into the walls so i found these hooks which are on amazon you get like a packet of 200 and they they're very sturdy so they hold photo frames you know small tidbits you know the stuff that you get hangings and the decorative stuff so you can just paste the hook on the wall and you can actually if i tilt the screen a bit yeah oh it's so pretty yeah so all of that is through the hooks and not through nails so that's one and the second thing which i really like about uh, home decor in rented places is uh, decals wall decals so i think they're they're really really cheap and nowadays they've become very common so you find decals of anything and everything coats and flowers and nature and just like basically it was at everything so yeah but what happens when you have to leave don't you have to take that decal out of the wall Yeah, you do. That's it, us. But it it doesn't leave any stain. So that's something I'm experienced with. The good part is that we won't leave anything. But then you'll have to do them henna of putting it on and then removing it. It's okay. I think uh, yeah. One thing my brain has finally accepted is that these are temporary. Till I have the money to actually buy a house, it's always going to be temporary. Like the yeah, first time, okay. I did not want to move out of my house because the idea of packing just traumatized me. do that's a big thing packing is difficult it's very i don't know how you did it for 7 years though and i have moved so much and initially you know i didn't so the first two moves were easier because i only had bartan and clothes i didn't have any uh, equipment but now you know the last two houses i've ha- i have a washing machine i have a refrigerator and i have a ac and those things are you pay a lot of money to move electronics and stuff like that yeah. and Mumbai is just like expensive for everything. I mean, it's just like a big hassle staying here, man. No, so one thing that I learned last year when I was moving, mm. I was uh, going to shift to this new house end of October. Mm. I was visiting mm. my sister in the middle of October, and I had to empty my house in the first week of October. So I found this mm. storage space called your your space, I think. I messaged them oh. and I called them and I told them that I am in a desperate need of getting my things out of this house today. Can you help me? And they were very sweet. Mm. They actually backdated my entry so that they could come and collect all my boxes and they took all my boxes and I paid rent obviously for oh. a month. But they were very sweet about it. And new house baby, they came and they gave my stuff back to me. <laughs> like and That's I, so nice. and I did not even know I, I you know. I did not know where to put my boxes and all because like all the friends who told me that you can keep your boxes in my place they backed out at the last minute and I was screwed. 
Yeah. So and then I was furious at them. I told them that you could have just told me I would have put everything in storage. Yeah. And I was sitting and I was thinking that what should I do? And then uh, the first thing that came into my head was how they show storage units in American sitcoms. And I, if one <laughs> just should have it, it has to be Bombay. People move here Absolutely. like nobody is business. And I exactly. Found- and uh, their storage unit is somewhere in Deonard. They came all the way from Deonard to Malad, took my boxes, took everything, got the payment done, took, and this was obviously pre COVID. That's so nice. Yeah. And <laughs> I wrote them a raving review, I think. It's on Google Reviews. I never review anything, wow. and I left them a huge review. They actually messaged me saying, Thank you, ma'am, for the review. But that's really amazing. I mean, you know, people, I mean, of course, they're running a business, but the way they kind of probably, you know, went out of their way and that went that extra mile, it's, it it's something you see. It's they had to pick up in Kandivali anyway, so they were like, "Okay, we'll do one thing. We'll or it was yeah. Khara. I don't remember. It yeah. was either Khara or Kandivali, and they came. I was working from home that day. My God, one place I was packing, the other place I was working. It was horrible. That entire place. Oh God, I can totally imagine. I can totally imagine. <laughs> that place was. So yeah. for future reference, then you have to put your electronics, just put it in the storage for some time. I will, I will take up that reference for sure, and I will spread the word because it's a, it's a issue which people face in this city. So that's good to know of these facilities. Yeah, I have. Yeah, there are so many ways that the city tries to help you. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I mean, uh, we spoke about that flood. So I, I, I mean, I just want to say this that I got stuck very, very badly in the floods as well, and. The kind of support, and I think during the entire time, you know, people were out on Twitter, and people were just like opening up their houses because I got stuck in the middle of nowhere. And um, you know, my friends and my family, they kind of helped me, reached out to people, and people were opening up houses. That you know, I live in a building which is very close to it, and I was stuck in water, like chest deep water, and I was stuck there for an hour. So you know, that is something which I really, really admire about this city because you know when. Uh, you're in trouble. People just come out and people help you. So that's something which is very nice. Yeah. We we also didn't speak about Mumbai monsoons. I wanted to do that, but I think we've run out of time. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We can always come back because monsoon will be there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. We can for another session, Akansha. I don't think you and I will ever run out of things to talk about. I don't think. I, I think both of us are like so similar that we like. They're so choppy and they're like so full of you know talking points and ideas and we want to discuss this yeah, and that yeah. and everything. I also wanted to talk about mental health, but वो नहीं हुआ because we got so involved in Mumbai because you know because people are so used to seeing yeah. me happy and choppy and bubbly when I have the down phases. They keep asking yeah. me what is wrong, and even yeah. now I have to explain to them why I am in therapy, why panic attacks happen. Yeah. It's, it's a task. Like sometimes when you get yeah. uh, responses like it's okay, don't worry. It Kind of annoys you even more, saying that if I could, I wouldn't worry. It's you know, like for me, I mean, that, that, that happens, so, and it's so common. You know, eventually, what I do is I just don't discuss my issues with those people anymore because after a point, you know that not everybody is just going to understand it. Most people are not going to understand it. Yeah. So when That's I made the choice to go into therapy, I was very open about it. The first time I went to therapy, I think I was twenty-one, and it was a very hush-hush affair. But this time, I'm like, I am going to therapy. Deal with it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's very. I think I told you this before. It's very brave. It's very courageous. I think uh, the first step itself of taking that 
making that decision to go to therapy is a very courageous one and you know being open enough to talk about it and have discussions with people i think that takes a lot of courage as well so i'm like really impressed with you and i'm like i am also very grateful to the bosses i have had for some reason i have only like they had their problems or whatever but they are really understanding when it comes to therapy or when it comes to me having attacks or something you told me like, about that yeah yeah so now he my boss my current boss actually checks up on me and asks me that are you okay everything fine or not when i have to go to therapy i tell yeah. him that i'm i have a session today i can't attend calls or whatever at this time yeah. he's very sweet about it we should do another session <laughs> because i we want should, to we should we <laughs> should it was so much fun i loved it so so happy that you made me a part of this yeah, i'm so, so happy much. as well Yeah, it was so exciting. You know, since morning I've been raving about it. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, this that. What will I talk about? That I, I've been really excited since morning, honestly. I'm sure. <laughs> so much. Yeah. So am I because I had to write like the last uh, video that we put up for Chaya and Chail. A lot of it got a lot of positive response, and a lot of people messaged me saying that I also want to be a part of this. Like before this, wow. I was asking people, do you want to do this? And they were like, yeah. It's very sweet that most of them said, yeah, anything for you. Oh, no I think you're doing a great job and not only this but other things that you've been up to and I commend you for that and I am so happy that you're happy and I'm so happy to talk to you and about everything. Yeah, yeah thank you. Yay. Thank you so much for joining me on Chai and Chill. I will have you back on this very very soon because I think we yeah. have so much more to discuss. <laughs> we do. We do. We'll be yeah. back on this soon. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. Yeah, okay. Bye. Good night. Good night. Bye bye.